You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, I hope Tuesday has gotten off to a good start for you. And whether you're beginning or ending your day or in the middle of your day, uh, thanks for joining me for day number two of 21 Days of Prayer, where we're we're moving away from the shallow end of our prayer lives, and we're diving deep to that place where we pray in such a way that we realize we have nothing to hang on to. There's no no bottom but God. It's that place where we honestly acknowledge, I'm not big enough, but God, you are. You are big enough. You say big enough for what? Big enough for the challenges you're facing in your life? Big enough for the strength you need to care for that family member with special needs? Big enough for the obstacles you face in your marriage? Big enough for the emptiness you feel in your soul? Big enough for the the roadblocks maybe you're facing in your finances? Big enough for the wisdom you need as a parent? Big enough for the giant mission God has called us to as a church? God is big enough. And while we're on this journey, I just want to encourage you, grab a notebook or journal or just open your notes app on your phone so that you can just jot down ways God is speaking to you in these 21 days. Yesterday, we started in Matthew 7, where Jesus is in the midst of one of his most famous sermons known as the Sermon on the Mount. And he says in verses 9 and 10, which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? Now, this was probably uh, like some humor to Jesus' original audience because the bread they ate in that day looked a lot like the stones near the shore of this lake where they're all gathered. Their bread was kind of these round or oval-shaped pieces of bread and and had a pretty tough crust on the outside so it wouldn't go bad quite so fast. So it was more difficult for insects to bore a hole in. And these people knew it would be kind of cruel for a father to trick his son and give him a stone when he asked for bread. And then Jesus talks about fish. When when you pulled in a net of fish in that day, you kind of had to sort through it because in it could be some sort of poisonous eel. So if your little son or daughter says, can I have a fish? You don't just reach in and give them anything that could make them sick or even kill them. You wouldn't give them a snake. Jesus is making the point that loving parents want to give their kids good gifts. God's the same way. He continues in the next verse and says, if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Jesus is saying, if your parents who are sinful people, because the Bible says, you know, all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. If us sinful parents know how to give good gifts to children, how much more will your heavenly father, who is absolutely perfect and sinless give good gifts to those who ask him. Jesus wants us to know God is more than ready to give us good gifts. You say, well, then why doesn't God give me everything I pray for? And and why do other people seem to get things they didn't even pray for? But I don't get the things I prayed for. I prayed to pass a final exam, but I failed it. And Joe didn't pray. He got an A+. (laughs) I prayed for healing for sickness, but it got worse. My neighbor didn't pray. She got well. Friends, Jesus is not saying, 
Pray for anything you want and God will just give it to you. You parents know that giving your kids anything they want is not a good gift. It spoils them, makes them immature, and only makes them more demanding. Now, remember the context Jesus said these words. These people are wondering, how can we reach the kind of spiritual maturity that Jesus is calling us to in this Sermon on the Mount? How can we have the kind of transformed hearts and attitudes and be the kind of people Jesus is calling us to? And Jesus is saying, if you will pray passionately, keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking, God is going to give you good gifts. In other words, through that process, God is going to transform you and grow you up and produce the kind of spiritual maturity and character in you that You just wouldn't have experienced apart from your prayers. You see, we think receiving good gifts is getting, you know, whatever we want. That's a good gift. But God's good gifts are about transforming us to be like Jesus. And just like you know in raising your own children, that may mean not giving them everything they want. Here's the challenge for these 21 days of prayer. Are we ready to up the level of of passion of our prayers and keep asking and keep seeking and keep knocking. Will we be receptive to God's good, good gifts, whether he chooses to do a divine intervention or instead to do an even deeper work, a better work of inner transformation in our hearts? And will we be tools that God can then in turn use in the lives of others? Can I pray for you today? God, what a privilege to be on this 21 days of prayer journey together. And I pray that not only will you work and move because of our prayers in circumstances and our church, etc. I pray that you'll work in us. Do a deep work, do an abiding work. May we grow in you more. God, forgive us when we don't take advantage of this opportunity to talk to you. Thank you that you are a God. Who gives, who gives good gifts because you are a good God. Help us to see those gifts today, I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We'll catch you tomorrow.